So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode. Uh, we're going to be talking to um, one of my good friends. Uh, he's also a client, but this guy's not a real estate agent. Um, I want to, this, this guy has, I've seen him over the last three years really build his brand, build his business. And he's a walking example of everything we talk about on the show on a weekly basis because he actually did it. And it didn't happen overnight, but I can tell you that, um, well, I'll let him tell you, but I'm going to assume that he's going to be happy he did start doing it. Because one of the things that people have when they're like, all right, I want to get to video. And I'm with you guys. Like, yeah, I want to get on video, but I don't want to wait until it works. I just sort of want to fast forward right to that point. But isn't that how everything in life really goes? Nobody, everybody wants to take the fast track and everyone wants to take the shortcut to success, but you guys, that shit's in the movies. That's just not how it really works. Like you got to, if you want to build your brand, you got to put in hard work to do it. Sometimes that's in creating content. Other times it's in doing this, but regardless of what you're going to do, it takes work and it takes time. So without further ado, we're going to go introduce one of the top mortgage brokers in the whole damn fucking country. In my opinion, um, he's creative and whatnot, but I love his brand because he's real and that's why he attracts. So without further ado, we're going to bring on Denver banker, Bob, Mr. Bob Friel. What's up, Bobby? Hey, what's happening, Mikey? Thanks for having me. Yes, sir, dude. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about, tell everyone who the fuck you are, um, what you've been doing a little bit, and then I want to get right into your story because I think what people are going to get most out of this is that um, you started at like nothing and then you just built it up. I remember when you first got your loan license and you called me up. You're like, hey, yeah. I got my lender license. I think you're trying to get my referral business back then. Way back, yeah. In, in, <laughs> that was at the tail end of the you know, the, um, short sale boom. Yeah. So yeah. So I was in banking for quite a, quite a number of years now. I I worked at, you know, Chase big, big institution had all sorts of different licenses to sell securities and so on. Worked with people's like banking credits, you know, sold various securities over time, did all sorts of different, you know, business banking and personal banking and that type of thing. Um, and lived through the last crash which was a nightmare at the, you know, at the retail level. So once, um, unfortunately my, you know, my, my mom passed away. So I kind of left, left chase and then was just really kind of in the dumps for a couple of years, honestly, um, just living off savings, partying a little bit, probably too much, uh, playing a bunch of golf and just like kind of lost and, Luckily enough, um, Fed Savings, which I know you know about them, they're a family mortgage company based out of Chicago. They took me in, started training me, even though I was working, you know, side jobs and side hustles, you know, for the first about five years um, doing this. And since I moved here to Denver, you know, a little over, uh, you know, six, six years ago, um, had to restart the brand. You know, obviously that was when you were kicking off real estate marketing dude and kind of took that to heart and just started running with it. Now, let's see. Today you own your own mortgage company. Now I'm a mortgage broker. Yep. How many units did you do last year? 
Uh, we personally did. So, so mind you, I came from a federally chartered bank. So I have a very vast network in all 50 states. So we personally did over a hundred units um, for, for, you know, my little company here. I'm the only loan officer and I was training my two staff members all of last year. And then I personally did, you know, presentations, helped buyers, helped people wanting to refinance. We, we, and we referred out to my old team and other mortgage uh, brokers in my network, nearly 45 transactions. So all in total, nearly 150 transactions total of last year, first year as a mortgage, you know, uh, you know, as an owner, which comes with its whole other, you know, bag sure. of tricks that you got. And, so. and here's, what's really interesting about Bob, you guys, is that the vast majority, we get all kinds of um, shapes and sizes and we talk to different people every week, but what's most impressive about you is that the vast majority of real estate mortgage, mortgage lenders or loan officers, whatever you want to call them, vast majority of them rely on realtor referrals for the majority of their business, like to the tune of over 90%. And how much of your business is reliant upon referrals from other real estate agents? So of all 150 transit, well, let's, let's call it 147 transactions, um, 16. Came amazing. Through. That's absolutely amazing. So you've literally created your own way, your own business, which is super duper rare. If you're a lender listening to this show, if you're a realtor, just think about your lenders. You give way more they take way more than um, they ever technically ever give back to us. But Bob, you sort of flipped the script on that. You actually give out more referrals than you get in, like way more. And that keeps you to have the upper hand. And what people don't realize the same way that people uh, choose a lender is the same way they choose a realtor. Correct. Um, a, a lot of times people actually will reach the lender first if they're really doing their homework outright because people think they realtors just there to go take them in the car and open and close doors. Whereas a lot of people before they get to that stage are... How much can I afford? What area should I be living in? And all of that, right? Uh, yeah, totally. I agree. So I kind of took, remember your classes that you were uh, launching with your original website. I kind of took that information at heart where just pretty much like any business within the first year or two, most people fail, right? So as a lender, historically, even when I was being taught like, hey, go, you know, you have to talk to 20 realtors a day. Do, you, you never know what their volume is, what they're doing to attract their clients, how they refer out. There's a lot of effort that goes involved there. So if I can make a video or something that says, how much house can I afford that gets 300,000 views on YouTube every month? Well, why not go right to the, right to the source? And then that way I can pick and choose who I, I do work with um, when it comes to realtors and then help them grow their brand and, and really keep it in house because ultimately it comes down to the better that you treat the client, the more that you're giving up front content, knowledge, just straight shooting, you know, not trying to be, you know, commission breath or salesy. Those people are referring you like instantly, you know, yeah. Let's start with your brand first. Um, because same, like you're, you call yourself Denver banker, Bob, Yeah, Bob, right? the, banker, that, Bob that, the banker. If you look at Bob right now, like if you guys are watching this on video, Bob's got long hair. <sighs> He's got this mustache. It's a mullet. It's it's just a, he's got a mullet. He's got sunglasses on his head. Like Bob's a total Brody. Okay. And um, most people would be like, it's similar to what I did when I rebranded into the dude. They're like, oh, you're fucking crazy. You're not going to attract people. You're not going to like people are, aren't going to think you're professional. And I bet you, you probably had some people telling you the same thing when you put a cartoon as your logo and you're in your little bow tie. But what people don't realize is that's the brand. That's what people are attracted to. 
a lot of lenders would be too scared to ever put themselves in that position. Realtors too, but more so on the lending side, because I believe the lending side is still suited up more so than the real estate agent side. They're both getting more personable right. in the way we interact with clients and whatnot. But let's start with that, uh, with the brand and tell us how you, Denver Banker Bob, uh, or Banker Bob, <laughs> Bob the Banker, um, if you look at his branding on his website, you'll see it's very friendly. It's very outgoing. You're very personable. Some of the content you create, you're wearing a, a cutoff shirt. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're wearing it's like a Dago. Like he's wearing wife beater. He's just creating content raw ways. And um, let's let's start with that on the brand. Um, when you first started doing that versus where you're at today, what's the difference? Um, good question. So so Bob the banker kind of started coming from Fed Savings. You know, the, my team. You know, they really liked it. I think it kind of came from. Uh, Bob the Builder, like yeah. the, the cartoon character. So we kind of ran with that. I got with my with your team actually, and then the the team at the bank, and, and they said, okay, yeah, it's okay for you to you know create your your brand. And this was a little bit before like all of the regulations came down too, right? So um, that's where it kind of started. And the um, one of my past clients actually came up with the logo. Um, you know, little, little bit of help from, for her, for, you know, doing the transactions because she was in uh, digital, you know, marketing space or whatever. Um, and really just started to come up with our voice and our voices. Most people freak out when it comes to borrowing or buying a house, right? So like, if, if you're more relaxed, you're more just chilled out, it makes everything easier. And it really doesn't matter what you look like, right? I, I don't think. Um, <laughs> It's just, that's just my take. So, you know, if you, if people want me to wear a bow tie, sure, I'll wear a bow tie. I don't really care. Well, here, let me just stop you right there. Here's the difference between Bob and everyone else. Bob doesn't give a fuck what other people say. That's the difference. And because of that, it's a lot more attractive because authenticity comes out. Right. Bob's just like, I'm going to be me, you be you. And if we sing Kumbaya together, so be it. But if we don't, that's cool too. (laughs) <laughs> right. I mean, it's sort of like the whole positioning right there, which is really powerful when it comes to marketing. The The biggest thing I think people hate is being sold. And it's very obvious when you're breathing, when your commission breath is coming out and you're trying to sell a little bit too hard. Right. Um, let's get into your content creation and uh, how you built the brand. So there, uh, you guys, there's a difference between a brand and then building a brand. Like the brand is okay. Um, let me explain it this way. If I was opening up a restaurant, the brand is the menu, the ambiance, uh, the experience, the way the chairs are, the way the pictures are on the walls. It's the feel of the whole place. It's the style, right? It's the type of food they serve and all of that. But your branding strategy is everything you do to get people back there, to get them back into the restaurant. So Bob's developed um, Denver Banker Bob, but then Bob also had to go out and create a marketing plan because just because you built a brand, like you can have the best brand in the world. If no one knows about it, it's not going to work. The only way you build your brand is consistent communication, the same audience over time, or create content or tell other people about it. And video is just the fastest way to do that. So you brought this idea um, to me, you wanted to build out a course, right? To build out a home buyer course. So walk us through where that came from and all that stuff. And let's see what happened. So when you're, when you're starting out and you're relying on the conversion of a consumer to the transaction to get paid, where I came up with the course in the material in my presentation, like all of the, the free giveaways that we have that we've already developed for them over, over the last few years, 
it's all about conversion. So why would I want to work with lead generation or something along those lines where you're just pulling in a bunch of software and figuring out, you know, where these people might fit and trying to get them on your calendar or whatever. So if you're, if you're making the content, like your team has helped and I have an actual course in a quality presentation that converts the person from, you know, start to finish, that's way I would rather spend that time doing that than spending so much more time on, you know, learning Facebook ads or whatever the case might be. Right. So, so creating something that is, is easily to digest from a consumer perspective and giving them the tools to make educated decisions is really where all the course came from and why, because I don't, have to keep talking about the same stupid thing over and over. A mortgage is a mortgage. Numbers are numbers. Your credit score is your credit score. Like nothing, nothing changes if I'm talking to you, Mike, or if I'm talking to somebody on the team or Joe Schmo from off the street, right? It's all the same. It's all the same numbers, right? But how can I present what I know and what I've seen over the last, you know, decade of working with consumers and their finances and present that for them to say, hey, you're doing well in certain areas and not doing well in others. How can we progress and, you know, have you go on an upward trajectory, whether it's buying a house now or buying a house in eight months, it doesn't matter, right? You want that person to know, like, love and trust you by the time they're under contract because you really don't want to be selling or uh, educating somebody during the transaction. You just want them to be like, cool, I need to do this. Great. See ya right? Sign this, sign that, go, the, go do this, go do that, whatever the case is. And you just have less pushback and it's just, it's just much, much simpler in my opinion. So that's kind of where it came from for the conversion piece of it. And you just didn't want to say the same thing over and over. So you built out right. a, a course and this thing turned into a, a whole course. Now it's called the ultimate home buyer, uh, home buyer experience. Mm-hmm. And um, so think about it as Bob took on a content marketing approach um, to home buyer education right? right. Uh, and financing. And then um, what you're saying is that, so you're telling me, Bob, that if you just put, if you do videos that teach people um, what you do and how the mortgage process works, how would you use those videos? So you created the content for it. Great. So now what? Yes. So, it, I mean, it really comes down to getting it in front of the person. So obviously it has to live in your digital footprint. Um, I just created a real simple playlist on YouTube. I have a template email that goes out. I don't use a CRM at this point. It's actually being built out now. So hopefully, you know, that, that helps with some of the busy work, but really it's just figuring out your, your best content. Cause you do have to present it like in person live to see where people glaze over. And once you figure that out, you know, okay, that needs to be tweaked a little bit or whatever, but you have some core content that you always use and you, and you just, you don't shove it down someone's face or whatever, but you do share that data and information so that when you do have a little bit more in-depth conversation or it might curve to mortgage insurance or it might curve to, you know, name something. And you have, you have a video for everything. Yeah. Right. Basically. FHA versus conventional. There's all these questions. And then what you'll do is like you send them the video and then you follow back up with them. Correct. Yeah, in a perfect world, after this year, you know, my team will do that, and I'm just going to um, present. I'm going to go chill on the beach. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, pre- like my big thing is, I like creating content, I like presenting, and I like 
you know, helping people grow their net worth. Like that's what it's all about. Like getting a freaking loan, conventional or FHA, who really cares, right? Like when it comes down to it, that's not even what it's about, right? It's about, Hey, how can we take you from where you are now? And then if we, if we have our yearly, you know, follow-up or our five-year follow-up or whatever, you know, have we done our job and to help you, you know, get better, you know, tons of people have debt, tons of people have, you know, crummy credit scores and it's that people live paycheck to paycheck. That's a fact, you know, I mean, it's yeah. not, it's, it's not news, but I think people in my position um, are far too nervous to like be that coach or be that support staff to say, Hey, listen, you're not doing it right. That's okay. You know, where do you fall short? And you just ask a question, like how much have you saved this year? Most people have no clue. Right. So like, that's where the the content can help like open somebody up because, you know, they can watch a two minute video on how credit works or watch a few minute video on, you know, what your debt to income ratio. What percentage of, do you think of people actually did watch the videos or does it even matter? I don't think it matters. I mean, you can see there's a bunch of my videos that have, you know, a thousand views, some that have 5,000 views now, some that have like 25, but the, the point is if you have a, 80 videos, people might watch five out of the 80. So like, you know, the the point is they want. It's positioning. Correct. This is all positioning. Um, It's, it's, you're exactly right. No one's going to hire you because of what you do. They're going to hire you because of how you do it. And if you're, if I want you guys to put yourselves in the consumer shoes. So here you go, this Denver banker, Bob guy, you see this dude, you get a cartoon impression of him. He gets referred over. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. I'm just like, well, who is this guy? I'm not going to take this guy seriously. But the truth is that the person that has, because Bob has like 30 videos or 80 videos or hundred videos up on his site, do I, as a consumer really have to guess and wonder if Bob knows what he's doing? No, my, my barriers go down a little bit because he has all that content. Now, if Bob has zero content up on his site, no channel or anything like that. Now I'm more like, Hey, who the hell is this dude? Is this how long is this guy going to doing mortgages? Right. Nobody asks you how long you've been in the business, do they, Bob? Not really. <laughs> but if you didn't have the content, Matt, how many did they ask you when you first started, though, in mortgage? I remember yeah. my first client I, I had. It's more of like a realtor tell, like coaching somebody to ask. Like you could literally like answer the phone and you're going to get, what are your rates? What are the costs? And you're like, well, the rate is anything you want. So let's, you know, <laughs> so what are you talking about? And then the cost is zero. I don't, I don't charge any, right. I'm a broker. Does right. no, none of that even matters. So the historical way of the referral, right. Most realtors, in, in my opinion, they don't um, sit down with their lender partners enough to like understand kind of that back office stuff where you can, even if like a client is um, buying somebody's house, the listing agent asks the same questions. Well, did you run AUS and blah, blah, blah. You're like, of course I did. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. So there's, there's just the generic questions that I think that everybody is kind of um, ingrained to ask, even though with the, the CFPB and the Dodd-Frank rules and everything that happened from the last housing crash, yeah. everything's the same. It's like literally is everything's the same, you know, barring a few different points throughout the process. But it's like, you can get through that pretty fast with video getting people's barriers to drop and you know, I can't do my job if somebody doesn't open up, you know? Right. Well, and you don't have to, um, some videos you'll use over and over again. So people don't realize like some of these, like the, your core videos will be the least engaged on social media. They're so right? boring. Like you're not going to like, you're, 
like his Bob will put out a video of like FHA versus conventional, right? Like you're going to get hundred views on social media, right? right? And most people would be like, oh man, that video didn't work. But that's not why you're creating it. Why are you creating it? Oh my gosh. Pretty, but that's a thing. So, so if you start doing video regularly and, and quite honestly, like there, there's been what, two years that we've been doing video, but really from the last like five months that we've been doing it every week with the team. Right. So it doesn't matter if people watch it or comment or whatever. I'm not even on social media hardly at all, unless I'm posting a video. Like I just, that was one of my things from last year. I said, I'm not doing it. Like it just makes my brain explode. Um, <laughs> personal especially, right? especially nowadays. Yeah. Right. It's so polarized. But the fact is people text and call you all the time saying, yo, dude, I saw your video. What, what should I do? Like, you, you know, and a lot of those people, you know, from last year would apply and we do their loan and it's, and it's easy. It's an easy sell. Like, and, right. and you're working with people that know you already. So it's not like a weird thing. If you, you know, send them a silly video text on their phone, be like, yo, Mikey, thanks for reaching yeah. out. Appreciate it. And like, you know, that's what, that's what people like. I think that's just my thing. I think one of your, uh, one of my favorite videos you did was when you dressed up as Randy Macho Man Savage and then you, yeah, the mortgage man and Bob did it with his shirt off. He was, and it was a case study and he just talked about how he body slammed that mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) That video, didn't that lead to a bunch of clients? Like what happened with that one? Uh, That I still probably have people, I don't know, but I probably got 15 transactions from that. Does that one video? Uh, it was just so funny, but here's my point is that you guys, it's all about multi-purpose in your content too, and having a strategy with it. Most people nowadays, you probably see this Bob in your market is a lot of people will create videos to check the box to say they did it and they feel better. It's must, it's really similar. Um, what I'm seeing is very similar to a lot of people buy leads, like people will buy leads, but then they don't follow up on them just because their leads are coming in. They feel like they're doing their job. And even though they're just throwing their money out the window, cause they don't have the necessary follow-up, better yet, they're not even responding to the leads that are opting in. Right. So um, it's similar with video. You see people will create a video um, and they won't fully distribute it and then they're not maximizing it. So you have to um, there's always strategy, guys. It's a matter of what you're doing. Uh, But, Bob, you ran out of content. You ran out of mortgage content. What'd you do next? Uh, I partnered with a buddy that um, is doing real estate on the side, uh, Tony, and we started to do like living in Denver, moving to Denver series. And actually, as a matter of fact, Tony's got like 10 buyers right now going after from those, from those series. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, and now, and now what you're doing is that now Tony's taking the real estate in and now you got a referral source of deals you manufactured because you know how to create content and now you're leveraging those skills. Yeah. With, with the intent that, you know, we'll start a mortgage or a, a real estate company and then we'll have, um, you know, buyers agents that want to to learn and work and, and do the same thing that we do. And here's the thing, the agent we have, we just got cleared to close before this uh, video started. The agent, we got cleared to close in three days on a purchase. The agent goes, holy shit. She literally texted Tony, holy shit. I can't believe you're cleared to close. Uh, how do I get in touch with Bob? <laughs> so, so that's the idea um, of having the course, the content, the material, the clients that understand that, hey, you know, it's go time once you're under contract. I mean, you could recruit. Um, it's a recruiting tool too. Right. You know, um, folks, how many lenders are in Denver? Or like, what's your competition look like? Oh, there's a, I mean, just like anywhere, tons. 
Yeah, just like just like real estate agents, you could trip down the street and run into them. You can run into a mortgage broker. It's like financial planners. We all have a couple of friends that are financial planners. And but what makes the other ones stand out, dude? It, it's all brand, you guys. It is all brand, and it's continue to be brand. I don't think in five years from now, I don't think you could be able. I don't think you could buy leads anymore. I I really think it's going to be impossible to buy business in the future because it's going to go to brand. Uh, all 100%. It's always been that way though. It's never been different. We just have gotten, I think, distracted in the last 10 years with the shiny objects and the autoresponders and the retargeting and all this stuff. At the end of the day, this is kissing babies and shaking hands, you guys. Um, yeah, I agree. It's relationship nurturing. That's just where people come from for our business. It's just a unique, it's not like any other business. It's very unique because we're referral based and that's the difference. Yeah. So if I could reset, right, I spent probably a, at least $120,000 on testing different CRMs, learning the course for this, learning course for that. Um, if I could reset and go back five years, I would literally only do YouTube and create content and then build out, you know, my websites based on that. I, you know, I built my website, I made content, I tried autoresponders, I tried Facebook leads, I learned all this, I learned all that. And it's just like, for what, you know, I mean, it's education, I guess, regardless, because you know what you don't want to do anymore. Um, but like you say, the shiny object is like the worst thing to, to chase. And, and we all get it because you see that clickbait. Oh, you can get, you know, 20 clients a, a quarter, you know, by having this sweet URL and this like, you know, why Lopo CRM thing or whatever the case might be. And it's just like, it's brutal. People can tell, you know, what's on automated message or whatever, you know. You guys, this is why brand is, is going to be is so important is that um, if you guys remember, there's a, I think it was a this year when realtor.com and Zillow switched to like a referral platform, they stopped selling leads and all that. A lot of people I knew were 100% dependent on Zillow for their team's production. And the second that if you rely on something you don't control or own for the sources of your business beyond your brand, your house of cards waiting to fail, it's only a matter of time until somebody or something else comes down. And when it comes to lead generation, those lead generation tactics change every five to 10 years. Like if you guys remember door knocking used to be really profitable, probably in the seventies, I never door knocked, maybe in the eighties. I don't know. They still do it out here in California. It still works. Open houses were a big strategy for people. Then guess what? COVID came. Right. Right. Um, you can never uh, rely your business or the source of your business on something you don't control. Um, it's just not any, it's vulnerable. You're vulnerable. Like it, you're literally, it's just a matter of time until you put yourself in an extremely vulnerable position. I've done it with short sales. I burned my kick myself in the ass. I went way too deep in the short sales. I fucked up my residential business and I paid big time for it. Um, I've done that in a few things. Like I've just learned you have to, everything comes back to brand at the end of the day. The real estate market will change. Lead generation will change. What doesn't change is brand ever, 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 because that's where people are going to come from. The stats that haven't changed folks are the way that people have chosen their real estate agent um, in the last five to 10 years. And if they have, they've changed very minuscule. And recently it was reported 78% of consumers decide uh, or close with the first agent they meet with. And I guarantee you that number is very similar to lenders um, as well. Um, the one speed to lead is still the most important metric, right? That's yeah. never changed. Like you got to be speed to referral though, or speed to prospect, whatever the hell it is. That's always been the key. Um, Bob, what, else, what other thing, what other pieces of advice would you give um, to anyone here listening um, that's thinking about, I don't know, building their brand with video and or, or whatnot. And uh, what other things you got coming up? Yeah. So, so 
learning from the team here, I would say if you're going to start with video, pick one client avatar that you want to go for and create that content first. Don't deviate from it until you have enough to where you can move on to the next thing. So as an example, first time home buyers, right? Do 12 videos on first time home buyers and then move on to the next client avatar, whether it's relocating to X town, right? So the theory there is first time home buyer, if they qualify, they don't have any contingencies to buy a house, right? You can significantly shorten that buying cycle with that type of idea, right? Moving to Denver or moving to San Diego, moving to Texas, you know, Dallas, whatever, those people that are moving probably are moving because they have a job, right? So when you move somewhere, you're either buying or renting or I guess couch surfing too is, is, would be a thing, right? So, so like that's, that's literally cutting down the amount of time between contact and closing is key because we all know that it's what, I don't know, 12 months average. So if we can knock that down with the type of client you're going for um, and specializing in, you can significantly cut that down, you know, that turn time down to, you know, a month or two possibly um, versus going for somebody that needs to sell their house to move up. Right. So now you're just adding more time, more extra like effort possibly and more, um, there's just more things that can happen that can derail, you know, a, a, you know, contingent offer or something like that. You know, that would just be my, my personal take. And what, what I, no matter what happens, like you just put yourself in positions that you never planned on, mm-hmm. right? For conversations you never had get had. And that just leads to more business opportunities. Um, I was talking to a mortgage broker earlier today and he's like, um, it's funny because he did a, most mortgage brokers wouldn't go out and do business owner interviews. This guy has a show called what's cooking. Uh, He's a foodie, right? Um, So the name of his show is what's cooking. And he goes all over the country, travels a lot. And he'll just go to these restaurants and just do tours. So anyways, he's in uh, California in orange County. And the first video he ever did um, the owner was refinancing. uh, He told me to say owner was refinancing uh, his restaurant. He went back in there, did a video and he picked up. Now he's got the refi. Because right. the local bank was giving him a 3.8 rate and he's giving him a 2.6. Right. So it's a completely, it's completely um, the business folks is always right in front of us. Everyone lives somewhere. Everybody knows someone who's moving. Right. And when you focus on just building your brand and building an audience of people that know who you are, you'll naturally attract business unless they don't like you. It's the only time it happens. Um, Bob, then, any- I'll dovetail off that. Like literally if you get the phone to ring, just tell the person straight up that, Hey, the point of this call is to figure out if we're a good fit and then put an action plan together. If we're not, no worries, man. It was 10 minutes on the phone. So what? <laughs> like most Here's people are. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh wait, he didn't try to close me. I sort of like yeah, this guy. I guarantee you that's, that's a, that works every time. It's yeah. So it probably doesn't work for everybody, but it works for me, you know? And um, quite honestly, we convert pretty high once, once we get somebody into the application process, you know, we close upwards of, you know, 60% of our, our applications that, um, even apply, not counting if they don't qualify at the time or whatever. So, you know, there, there was one metric that I, we had at one point, we were at like 73% of our credit polls closed. That's great. Which is it's pretty. amazing. Dude, thank you, Bob. I appreciate you sharing your story and whatnot. Why don't you, if you guys are looking for a lender, maybe in the Denver area or your license, wherever, right? 
Uh, not any long, not anymore. So as a broker, I have to have, you know, my licenses in every state and that's a bear. So here in Denver, we got your back. And if you're in Illinois, we can help you out as well. Cool, man. Why don't you give everybody your website and channel and they can come check you out. Yeah. So channel name, well, we just hit a hundred subscribers so we can make that adjustment. So if you just, you know, YouTube, Google search, uh, Bob, the banker, my, my Google reviews pop up, my websites pop up, all that type of thing. But Denver Banker Bob is my current blog. And we're getting ready to launch freelgoodmortgage.com, uh, which is my going to be my corporate website as well. So um, got a lot of good things happening. So much appreciated to you, Mike, and the team there. Um, you know, you, you give my my brain that's a little bit scattered sometimes focus. And <laughs> the thing about the system for you guys, honestly, is the fact that, you know, the subscription hits every 15. So, you know, you have to make your videos. And uh, that's that, that's really what keeps me, um, you know, kind of moving forward. Nice. Love it, dude. Appreciate it, man. Congrats to your success. And thank you, folks, for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, if you want and you're stuck with what to do or say on video, give us a ring. Visit our website, www.realestatemarketingdude.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And worst case scenario, check out the content on our website. If you're wondering on how this stuff all works, there's a ton of content in our learning center or take our course that's online. It'll show you how that stuff works. And then you'll decide whether or not it's right for you. The only time video doesn't work is when people don't like you. And if you're on video and they don't like you, you have the wrong person producing your videos and you should call me anyways. Visit my website. I will retarget you until we have a conversation. And when we do, um, I'm going to try to help you try to talk you into buying my shit. If not, at least I could add some value to it. And thank you for being a listener. And we love each and every one of you guys. Let's make 2021 a kick-ass year, folks. Let's keep on rolling. And thank you for listening to the show. See you next week's episode. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule a time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.